Coming up, were the suspensions justified from the fallout of the Angels vs. Mariners fight? And you won't believe who else was suspended from that brawl, bringing it all down, all the wacky storylines with Sully Baseball, next. <laughs> Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. I'm your podcast host, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. If you want to see more content by me, just follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account or just look up Locked On Diamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. And of course, thank you for making Locked on Diamondbacks, your first listen every day. I would not be able to do this podcast without you, my loyal listeners, sharing, subscribing, reviewing, doing all that so I could do this podcast for you. Thank you. It's free and available on all platforms, so please continue to tell your friend. And today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Lockdown listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON at checkout. Now, I've been traveling the last couple days. That's why there was no Monday pod and Tuesday's pod is coming out so late, but should be back on our normal schedule starting tomorrow. For you Lockdown listeners, we'll have part two with Sully Baseball because we're going to talk about the baseball fight today. Then we're giving you a little taste of our power ranking of the teams that we think are most likely to win the World Series. You're just going to get a taste at the end of this pod in segment number three, and then we'll do part two, continuing that power ranking um, in tomorrow's podcast. So let's jump right into this podcast with Sully Baseball, breaking down baseball's biggest brawl of the year. Hey, Major League Baseball fans, you're going to love this. Today's episode is brought to you by the Sports Card Investor App. Welcome to the world of trading cards reimagined. Stay tuned later in the show for more information on this awesome new tool for collectors. You're going to want to check out the Sports Card Investor app. Thanks so much for making Locked On MLB your first listen as we're available on all your free podcasting catchers. Let's get the show started. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, Locked On Diamondbacks crossover, which will be titled Better Late Than Never. This show is being dropped on the 28th day of June 2022. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. If you see my lower third right there, you know you can call me Sully right over there. If you see where I'm pointing to there, that's Miller Thomas. He's the host of Locked on Diamondbacks. Normally, we do this crossover on a Monday. Fate and travel plans (laughs) forced us to do this on Tuesday. And if you're probably listening to it on Wednesday morning, confusing, maybe it is. But we're going to be looking at these still confusing suspensions that were handed out to the Angels and the Mariners after a very spirited fight took out, which probably began with the plunking of Mike Trout the day before. Mm-hmm. Maybe it runs deeper. Here's the thing about your pal, Sully. I really don't care about fights. I don't. I don't think it shows masculinity. I don't think it shows toughness. And I think it's really stupid. But guess what? It's the Angels versus the Mariners, and they both are non-contenders this year, which is really sad. We're going to be taking a look also at the top four World Series contenders, 
as we're wrapping up the month of June. Guess what? We only have a few days left in June. You can't say, ah, it's early. It's going to be July before this week is done. We're going to be looking at the top four World Series contenders and the top four MVP contenders in each league. And do you want to tackle the Cy Young Award work on it too? Uh, sure. Uh, Time permitted. Whatever Time you want. permitted. Um, I just realized something. Uh, you can hear me just fine, right? Yes, I can hear you fine. I just realized that my headphones were not plugged in. Oh. Oh. But do you know what? Guess what? Like a nice homemade cookie. It's maybe a little rough around the edges, but they're plugged in right now. Boom. It's a locked over crossover. Hey, Miller Thomas, tell people where people can follow you. Hey, you can follow me on my personal account at creator Thomas 24. Or if you just go in that little search bar, Twitter, Instagram, type in like type in locked on diamondbacks. I'm sure you can find the podcast handle. Yeah. We only have smart listeners on this show. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I'm going to address something. I'm doing a, a, a bit of a mailbag episode coming up. I, I do want to address one of the uh, uh, comments that I got on uh, uh, one of my listeners said to me on the podcast, uh, basically saying, why don't I start each show with a recap of the previous night's games and the highlights and then bring on the guest and everything like that? Um, there's a reason for it. I would love to format the show like that. I would love to. I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit here. Your pal Sully has another job oh. that I have to wake up early in the morning to get to. And if I stay up to follow all of the California and West Coast games and then record an opening and then edit it and then put it together, your pal Sully's not getting to bed until after midnight. And then I'm going to be staggering into my job, of which I have to be physically in the classroom bef well before 8 a.m. So you kind of do the math there. If we sell some more Built Bars, some more mm -hmm. Blue Nile, maybe this could be your pal Sully's full-time job. The hey. fact of the matter is, well, um, I don't always record these. Sometimes I record them ahead of time. Sometimes I record two ahead of time. Come up and look at There's no way I can record a show. But I'm going to go out of my way to give you five episodes a week. It's just not always recorded that day. Also, and this is another thing, um, I kind of would like some of these episodes to survive longer than the milk I just bought at Trader Joe's. So if you're listening to past episodes of a show and I'm recapping what happened between the Dodgers and the Rockies and you're listening to it weeks from now, I kind of like to have some of our conversation be – a little more evergreen, not always, but sometimes. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's my response. I would love to format it like that if this was my full-time job, or more likely I would do a scoreboard show, post that, and then as a bonus every morning, and then do the normal show. Maybe I'll go ahead and do something like that later on. But right now, you're stuck with me five days a week. You know what we need, Sully? You know NFL Red Zone? We need like Sully Red Zone, which is you watching all the games all at one time. I think that's yeah. what people want. Yeah, that also be Sully red eyes during my days in my classroom in the morning. But we'll see. We'll, maybe we'll make some adjustments. Okay, let's uh, – speaking of adjustments and think, speaking of uh, people being called out, we had ourselves a uh, – let's call it a major brawl. You mm -hmm. know, I was – 
I don't know if you're familiar with the film The Naked Gun, uh, the great really? comedy the comedy that came out in the in the 80s based upon the TV show Police Squad, Leslie Nielsen. Um, O.J. Simpson's in it. He, he's an actor Ooh. with no with no baggage. Um, the final half hour of the movie inexplicably takes place during an Angels-Mariners game uh, that includes Reggie Jackson playing Reggie Jackson, being hypnotized to assassinate Queen Elizabeth II as he's walking across the field saying, I must kill the Queen. Trust me, it's a funny movie of which the last half hour of the film is just baseball jokes. It's inexplicable. I love the naked gun. And it's the game in the game within the film is between the Angels and the Mariners, which was a weird in joke for 1988 because they were talking about, you know, how important this game is for these two teams, as both of those teams were like practically in last place at the time. And um, in the film, there's a gigantic fight bench clearing brawl that takes place between the two where they're breaking out chairs. There's a, a tiger runs through the field and. All I could do when I saw the clips of the Angels and Mariners brawling was think of the naked gun. I'm going to post on Lockdown MLB on their on our Twitter feed. I'm going to post the clip of the big fight from the naked gun because it was ridiculous like that to yeah. the point where one of the players took a box full of <laughs> gum and sunflower seeds and heaved it across the field. It was a big pile of stupid is what it was. Sully Baseball and I will continue talking about the madness stemming from that baseball brawl, but I don't think the Angels or Mariners are expecting a ring anytime soon, but if you have someone in your life that might be expecting a ring pretty soon, you need, you need to head to BlueNile.com today because whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And lockdown listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto part store to stock all the parts you need. Wine door, often pointless, or seemingly intimidating questioning, and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into the pod. 
Yeah, you might have to take like the from that brawl in the Angels Mariners game that happened, you know, last week. You might have to take those faces, like put Jesse Winker's face and put it on those guys in the naked gun. That would be a pretty funny oh, uh, thing yeah. to do for social media. We we yeah, we have the technology to do that. Let's just start. Yeah. Let's just start popping that in there. Yeah. Um, look at I hate brawls in baseball. I and I think it's I hate beanball wars. I hate all that. I think it's all stupid. I think it's fake machismo. I hate fake machismo. Um, but this, if you like baseball fights, though, this one wasn't, you know, most baseball fights is everyone comes out, they stand around, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then they push them aside and everyone goes back. And the, and the players on the fringe are basically like, are like talking like, hey, duh, what are you watching on Netflix these days? But this was, honest to goodness, you had, um, you had, what's his name? Um, the third Rendon. baseman. Uh, no, the third baseman. Rendon. Rendon yeah. throwing swings. He has a broken hand. Yeah. My man came and play games right now. He's going to have to be suspended when he comes back off the injury list. He's not even allowed to sit on the bench, I think, for the next seven games. After we did. And we saw the night before that uh, uh, Trout got, you know, uh, mm. he, there was head hunting going on for Trout, which yeah. I think is Bush League. Um, then we saw the Angels bring out a uh, an opener, basically a one inning pitcher, to chuck at the first batter. Yeah, everyone was warned. Everyone got it. And then you know things. And then uh, uh, you know Wance, I guess it was, mm -hmm. um, threw it Julio Rodriguez's head, and um, then you know Jesse Winker gets tossed and he does the double birds. He says, we're number one to the fans. I think he was doing, um, uh, here's a bit of, here's, here's a tough trivia question. And this is why I hate baseball brawls. Who won that game? Yeah, I, I exactly. Good question. Good question exactly. You got me there. Exactly. The angels won it two to one, which is not <clears throat> insignificant because the Mariners, remember the Mariners, Mm -hmm. They're technically the same team that won 90 games last year that contended until the final weekend of the season, acquired the defending American League Cy Young Award winner and fooled me into thinking they're going to the playoffs this year. Um, they're an irrelevant team. Yep. When we list the four best uh, World Series contenders, I'm gonna, I haven't seen your four contenders. Uh, I'm going to guess that Seattle's not one of them. No, no team where Robbie Ray is going to be a contender for me. I'm sorry. Well, there you go. Oh, that's right. That's that. That's a that's mm -hmm. a sore subject with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so while they're playing, um, you know, they're playing. Who's who's got a bigger um, head than the <laughs> other? Um, the Mariners should be thinking about winning baseball games. The Mariners shouldn't be thinking about who they're throwing at or how much uh, you know what sort of machismo is happening here. And so the 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 dust settled. Phil Nevin, who obviously ordered his pitcher to throw at them, got ten mm -hmm. games. Okay, congratulations! Your interim manager is out for one sixteenth of the season. Jesse Winker, who charged the dugout and gave, told everyone we're number one, he got seven games. Anthony Rendon, who was injured, almost could have re-injured himself, got five games. Dom Chidi, Angels pitching coach, Mariners shortstop J.P. Crawford, Angels pitcher uh, Wance, uh, Andrew Wance, Ryan Tapera of the Angels, Raciel Iglesias of the Angels, uh, the Ray Montgomery, the bench coach of the Angels, 
Bill Hasselman of the catching coach. I love that the Angels interpreter, Manny Del Campo, yeah. you, you're, you suspended the freaking interpreter. That was the name I was waiting for you to say, because that's the most wild part of suspension. I was like, do it. I was like, how did what did the interpreter do during all this? Was he throwing? I bet, I, no, I bet when people were trash talking, he was interpreting. <laughs> what he was saying was this. And then, he called, he, just he said something about your mother, your little mama, you know. You're just instigating the whole time in just different languages. That's actually a pretty uh, funny example. If you were, yeah, like, yeah actually, you you don't, you don't know what he said to you, but I, I'll tell you what he said to you. Um, and I think for Winker, I think the only reason he even got the seven games, I think it probably would have been five games if he didn't flip off the fans. I feel like the flipping yeah. off the fans added the two extra games because I feel like he probably should have got five games because if I'm Winker, like I did get hit. Like I don't mind his retaliation. I think Phil Nevin getting 10 games is valid because I think, like you said, throwing pitches pitches at you know the opposing batters i think it's just bush league and maybe scott service should be suspended too because if he made the call to throw at mike trout's head maybe he should be uh you know suspended too for the same reasons i'm not sure if that was the call but i don't agree ever with throwing at dudes with no. the baseball because it is wild you get someone in the head you could end careers like that so yeah. whenever someone whenever a manager who you know when you see the last at, at the last minute the starter getting pulled for a reliever to to start the game and then all of a sudden that guy's coming in and just throwing at julio rodriguez his um head thankfully he misses and then he hits jesse winker like on the leg like yeah the 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 manager of that game deserves to be suspended because you should never throw out opposing batters yeah and we just saw what happened with throwing it at um you know i mean not that it was done intentionally but Mm -hmm. you know we lost price harper for maybe the season yeah that's how is that good for baseball to lose the defending mvp and do it because you know now that was and and even Harper was screaming it back to the well, who was that was it Snell who was the Padres pitcher? Yeah, I think it was Snell that he was saying I know you didn't do it on purpose I know it mm-hmm. you know because it was it was a pitch that clearly got away but if you're really throwing at batters or, you know and you know you can hurt someone I'm sorry if you don't like that a team is beating you beat them. And it's not like they ever throw like their changeup. They're always throwing like their freaking heat. They're trying to throw it as hard as they can at these opposing batters, which is the most dangerous part. It's not like they're throwing, you know, a curveball just to let you know that I'm here and you can't be doing that. No, they're throwing the hundred mile an hour heat and they're usually throwing out your head too. Also, the uh Julio Rodriguez got suspended and no one seems to be able to figure out why. Mm-hmm. No one can seem to figure out what he did. Maybe the interpreter interpreted something he said. I don't know, but like he, uh, for like, there's teams of sociologists and psychologists and forensics experts who are trying to figure out what Julio Rodriguez did to warrant a suspension. But look at, I think there's also, let's face it, a little bit of frustration going on here. The yeah. Angels went into June as a playoff team, and now you know they went on that massive losing streak. Joe Madden is going to LinkedIn.com looking for a new job that's not a sponsor for today's show. And the Mariners, who had images of a division title dancing in their head, are looking up the street. Barring a complete miracle and barring an absolute collapse of Boston, Tampa Bay, and Toronto, what are the chances that all three of those teams are going to collapse? Go to bet online and try to bet on that. Not one of our, not one of our sponsors, but uh, not for today. 
But, yeah, I think this was the definition of just like frustrations boiling over, you know. And uh, as far as baseball brawls go, though, I mean, this was one of the better ones we've seen in recent memory. Usually these, yeah. you know, the bench is clear and punches aren't thrown. Like J.P. Crawford was out there throwing punches. We mentioned Rendon. The man had his arms in a cast. He can't even use his left arm. He's still out there yeah. throwing punches. Like, so overall, like it was a pretty good baseball brawl. We don't get that's too why I thought of it. And I'll show you. I'll send you the click. I know, Miller Thomas, you're only, you know, 14 years old. Um, yeah. that you would, uh, I will post the clip of the brawl of the naked gun, uh, just, and for fans of the naked gun, hopefully, uh, uh, you'll get what I'm getting at. I got to really, really update some of my references. I had, a uh, 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 Nash Walker from, uh, locked on, uh, twins the other day. And I made a reference to the 1980 comedy nine to five because the Yankees won nine to five. And in the eighties, one of the most popular comedies was a movie called nine to five. And I made a reference to it, and the look of complete confusion on his face uh, usually is only seen by a time traveler. So um, I got updates on my references. Now, Sully and I will be getting into our power rankings for teams that could win the World Series. And you might want to bet on one of these teams that win the World Series. And the best place to do that is betonline.net because it's your number one source for your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And betonline.net remains the best spot for your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events including mma boxing and golf head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions betonline where the game starts All right, all right. Let's wrap up the pod. Uh, I want to talk right now. Let's talk about uh, we we talked about the teams. We'll talk mm-hmm. about the individuals in the final segment. But let's take a look at the teams that as we're approaching. Look at this is a critical. I'm a broken record about this, but it's a critical point in the year for front offices and general managers. The middle third of the season is for the teams that are kind of on the cusp or either the teams that are real World Series contenders to say, hey, let's just patch up any potential holes and put together a super team, kind of like Los Angeles did when they acquired Max Scherzer in last year's trade deadline and and, uh, um, uh, Trey Turner as well, Um, or a chance to fill in the spackle and sort of say, well, look at it. Let's try to contend and I'll try to fill some of our holes, of which oddly – the best deals were those kind of deals like uh, uh, was uh, Rosario and Jorge Soler being picked up by Atlanta at the trade deadline to just make sure they had a major leaguer in those roles. And lo and behold, they became World Series heroes. So this is the time for general managers and front office and scouting departments to say, all right, what are we? Are we non-contenders who should be throwing all the, the bodies over the side of the boat? Mm-hmm. Are we middle contenders? We say, hey, let's more or less stay pat, hopefully grab one of the wild card spots and take our chances. Or are we the team that could look up and say, this could really be our year? 
like World Series, like ring, like, you know, ease their pain to a field of dreams that started. That was two. That was in 1989. Still wrong year for you. Um, yeah. All right. Sorry. But fact of the matter is, let's you and I pick the all four right. biggest World Series contenders. And they don't necessarily have to be two from the National League and two from the American League. That's the way I'm particularly doing it. But if you think one league has three legit World Series contenders or one league only has one, let's just pick the three biggest World Series contenders. And by what by what I mean by this is the teams, as they're constructed now, have the best chance to go to the World Series. Um, and I'm going to go four through one. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's have your let's have, do you want my pick my four or your four first? You want to go back and forth? Or you want to go four? Let's four go back and, and forth. Let's let's go. Let's go each one. Okay. Four. So my number four. I'm going to start. I'm going to start off with an American League team. I'm going to go with the team that everyone hates. If this team made it to the World Series, there would be you know riots in the streets, buildings would burn down because it's the Houston Astros. They're the cheaters. They're the scandals. But guess what? I don't care about any of that. They're still damn good. They're still in the freaking championship series almost every year, and they still got a damn good rotation. Jeremy Pena has been a great rookie shortstop, really filling in for Carlos Correa. Jordan Alvarez is looking like one of the best power hitters in baseball. I think the Houston Astros are going to be there once again, probably in the Final Four when it's all said and done. Yeah, uh, I think I don't think it's going to be a huge surprise. I almost wanted to say uh, or four picks other than the Yankees. But mm-hmm. you know we should we should be open and honest about this. Um, you take a look at this team. Um, you know, look at what the, how many big hits Kyle Tucker's getting. You know, look at the look at the look at the production they're getting out of Alvarez. Look at what they're still getting out of Altuve. You know, look at I mean they they have a wonderful lineup. But I think the thing the reemergence of Verlander, who remember hasn't really pitched since the 2019 World Series. Um, we saw. Yes, the Yankees wound up coming from behind and winning two of those games in Houston. But we saw that the starting pitching for Houston can stop the Yankee pitching. Mm-hmm. I can't stop the Yankee bats. Verlander, uh, Valdez, Urquidy, Christian Javier, Luis Garcia. That's a good, uh, even with Odorizzi out, that's a good, solid rotation. Presley is a good closer. Neris. Montero, Stanek, uh, Abreu, their bullpen, even Seth Martinez is doing very well. Their bullpen is about, you know, uh, eight or nine deep. Or their, 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 their pitching staff is about eight or nine deep. And look at Dusty Baker has checked every single box off of his Hall of Fame resume except winning a World Series. And I don't know what kind of motivation that is for a team, but also another motivation, and you hinted at it a little bit. Again, I'm not going to get into the heads of any of these players, but there's a gigantic asterisk obviously hanging over the 2017 title, and I'll say it over the 2019 pennant. Why is it absurd to say that he was wearing a buzzer on it? How is that any more absurd to say they were banging trash cans? Seriously, if I came up to with we didn't know it, you know, they were banging trash cans. That's why they were able to beat all those big pitchers in that postseason. You're full of it. We found out that it turned out to be true. So why is it out of the blue that they that you know, why can't I suggest, hey, it, why, you know, Altuve had that thing. Why was he covering his shirt this way? We heard about that. 
I, I don't instantly dismiss it. Either way, for this Astros squad to win a World Series without scrutiny, because they're being watched upon, like the kids who got, got cheated on the exam, those proctors are going to be staring at them, making sure they don't cheat. They, I don't think anyone thought last year's pennant was not on the level when they won the pennant against Boston and came up just short in the World Series. Mm-hmm. And for this team to have a baggage-free World Series and deliver a title to Dusty Baker, um, again, I don't know how much motivation that really is, but uh, I, I feel it's like gotta be, it's got to be. Dusty's a bigger thing. I think winning for Dusty, uh, who's such a beloved figure, and let's say it, a really smart baseball guy who's had managed playoff teams in the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, and the 2020s. He's in the, what, the top 10 all-time in managerial wins? He's Every team he goes to goes to the postseason? Yeah, why, maybe. Why does this guy have to, and the only thing on not on his list is World Series title as a manager. Yeah, maybe Dusty would be the biggest motivation because in my head, I mean, the Astros are pretty validated because since that scandal, they were like one game away from the World Series in 2020 and they made it to the World Series last year in 2021. So this is another year where they're in the final four, maybe another potential World Series run. I'm like, they're there every season, cheating or not cheating. They've been one of the best teams in baseball. So for me, yeah. I don't think they, they I really need any more validation from them. But who's your number three team, Sully? Who, my who, number three who, team. Who you got next? Um, I'll tell you, my number three team is the team that I picked to win the World Series at the beginning of the year. Or I and guess, was, isn't it your number four team, technically? Are we going back and forth? Or, you just, or do you want to go to number three? What I don't understand. Because uh, I gave my number four. Are you going to give your number four? Or are you going to give I, No, no, but I, no, I, I agree. Number four is the Astros for me. Okay, you agree? Okay, yeah, I didn't no, know. I, it was no, I totally four. agree. I totally okay. agree. The Astros and, uh, and I think the Astros have a real – the Astros could be the 2001 Yankees to the 26 to the 2001 Mariners when the Mariners won 116 games, but then they wound up losing in five games to the Yankees in the ALCS. Um, the the Astros are the exact type of team that would pull that off because they'd be able to have the pitching that potentially shut them down, and you can mix and match your pitchers differently. I still think they have a strong bullpen. I wouldn't have managed any differently than Dusty did. You know, the Yankees just happened to get the big hits. But I think the Astros, in a short series, could wrestle away home field advantage with their pitching. Real quick question. Would you consider this Astros team, what they've been doing since 2017, a dynasty? No, not yet. They have to win again. If they win one more, then it's a dynasty. I think think they need to have a baggage-free title. Okay, because they've been in the championship series or World Series every year since 2017. So I didn't know if it was time to start asking the question. I have a hard time including 2020 in any conversation just because it's okay. such a small sample size. And mm-hmm. they wound up, they had a losing record in 60 games, but it was just because they expanded playoffs. Mm-hmm. We can blame the Twins for that. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Dimebacks podcast. Shout out to Sully Baseball for hopping on and making time for me and just rescheduling the pod because it is my fault as to why we couldn't do Mondays with Millard and it's dropping on a Tuesday. But 
thank you to everyone who tuned into today's podcast. Thank you for making Locked On Dimebacks your first listen every day. And go make your second listen, Locked On MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And we know we got the draft pretty soon, so go check out that podcast. Come back tomorrow for part two with the World Series Power Rankings. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy. Deuces!